0: hey welcome to black friday have you ever been scammed have you ever ordered for something and got something else? maybe you ordered for something online you ordered for a nike shoe and got a Nike. or maybe you ordered for a jordan stickers and you got an e if you can relate with that or that has ever happened to you or maybe happened to someone you know or you've heard of it then i really believe you can relate with what we'll be discussing tonight what we'll be discussing tonight are titled What I what I ordered versus what I got. And the scripture is Ephesians chapter three verse twenty. It says now to him who is able to do abundantly far above all that we can ask or think, according to the power that is at work in us. How we speaking to that? Into how that God empowers us through grace. How that when we come around the grace conversation, we sign up for something. But you know what God does? God says to us that I know you guys came for something. But you know what I will do as God is that I have the ability to give you far more than what you can think and you can expect. And today we'll be speaking about that. How that we order for something, but God gives us better than what we ever ordered for. So can we pray before we go any further? If you really want to listen? It's going to be huge. Our Father, we thank you. So grateful for all you do. So grateful for all you. i thank you for the privilege we get to be able to be at your feet again to learn. We ask that God will speak so clearly that we understand. Yes, so profound that God to change lives. We ask that God will bless the house and we increase our word. That everyone is healed and we ask that God by this word, everyone is strengthened, edified, and comforted in Jesus' name. And everybody said, "Amen, Amen." Hey, welcome to, the, welcome back. We are in a series titled Black Friday. And basically, what we've been looking at is this story of grace. We're looking at what does it really mean? What does the Bible really mean when the Bible says stuff like grace? When the Bible speaks about grace, how does it really affect me as a 21st century believer? As me in Nigeria and as an American, how does that affect me? And how does grace look like for me? And the last week, we went over buy one, get one free. Well, we spoke into this phase of, you know what, when God says grace and when God, when we are around this grace conversation, it's not just an information thing, it's an empowerment that God does not just give us information, God empowers us for what he informs us about. And today we will be speaking about what I titled, what I ordered versus what I got. And as strange as it is, the what I ordered versus what I got concept is not new. If you think it is new, then you might want to ask Jacob jacob will tell you a story about how that he worked seven years for a babe you know so jacob is your guy that meets a babe saw rachel and he loved the babe and he gave everything that he had to give jacob is your guy that they will say that you know you have to give your liver so that you can have this baby and you say it's the only liver you want i can even give my kidney that kind of guy he worked seven years really hard for Rachel, but at the end of the seven years guess who guess who he got he got a liar. And Leah is like you being on Instagram, seeing the fine babe, and saying that, you know, I love this babe on Instagram, only to meet her physically and see that, you know what, I was calm. This was not the person I saw on Instagram. Yeah, kind of thing. But you know what that I'm also glad about is that I'm so grateful that in the person of Jesus and when you come around God's story and when you come around Christ's stories, it doesn't have to be negative what I ordered versus what I got. But that in the person of Jesus we sign up for things, you know, but what, what God does for us that God gives us better, that we sign up for religion, but God gives us a relationship, that we sign up for performance, but God gives us grace. And it's so amazing that God does that for us because grace is really. A major point in Christianity. Because truth is when we come around grace, when we come around grace, we most time think of makeups. We think of we think of forgiveness after sin. We think of healing after sicknesses, we think of successes after failures. We kind of think of grace as an aftermath of what has already happened. You no, know, but you know what I really believe that grace is not only forgiveness after sin, but grace is empowerment. That the best of grace is not to forgive best of grace is to empower us not to even find ourselves in that in the first place and you know i was having a conversation with someone recently and you know we we're talking about that you know that when people show up in church or show up at an audition and they say that i have a testimony i had this sickness a very terminal disease and and the doctor gave up on me he said i was going to die and but you know what god healed me The people clap, people rise up and clap and say, yes, that was a great story that is grace, that is grace at work working in you, and that grace was what brought you out from that bed or when someone says that, you know what, I did not read for my exam, but I passed, people say ah, that is grace, that is the workings of grace, that is what grace can do grace was the word that did that for you but what about when someone shares a testimony and says that for the past three three years, I've been practicing very healthy fitness regime routines then it looks like it's normal or when someone says that for the past three weeks before exam or three months before exam i just have been reading i've been finding strength to read and it's not so much of a big deal quote and unquote but truth is i believe that grace does not just make people heal people grace does not just heal people that are sick i believe grace can empower us for a lifestyle of fitness that doesn't even get us to the place of falling sick i believe that grace does not only make people that don't read pass grace can empower us so that we can read and we can pass right and i really i'm grateful that grace comes for us when we mess up because we are humans guys i don't know if you are holy i don't know if you are the blameless guy but i am not legit i'm not i make mistakes i do things i'm not so proud of And maybe not in the past that I have done something I'm not proud of. Today is, I I don't know, I've messed up today even, and maybe I will still do some more messes, mess up. Not that I intentionally do them, but because I'm human, right? But I'm grateful that even in those moments, I can still go back to God by grace. I'm grateful to God that there's grace available for us to take us out of our deepest moments. That when we do things that we are not so proud of, that there is still the grace of God that takes us back. But I really believe that the best of grace. not reactive, the best of grace is not reactive, it is peace setting, And the best of grace doesn't just forgive us when we fornicate, I believe the grace of God has the ability to make us live a holy life, I doesn't even give those I believe God's grace is not only to forgive fornicators, it is to empower us to live a sexually, uh, sexually poor, pure life, I really believe the grace of God is not to make us avoid punishment, I really believe God's grace has the ability to make us live right. And, while we are in this conversation of speaking about grace and speaking about grace i really believe grace will look like three things for us in this 21st century that grace will look like three things number one is that grace will look like people grace will look like people that grace will not only look like you coming out of of doing things bad things and coming out of it but god grace will look like people on your journey people that will stay with you and say, we will, will stay with you God has sent us your way, your way so that you don't go back into this thing, so that you don't make this very same mistake, right? Grace will look like people for us. I learned this from my pastor and I think that's a very big word for me this year, is that grace will look like people. And second thing is that, grace will look like places. Truth is, I know we are, we are in this conversation, of saying that, you know what, I fornicated, I did something very bad, but truth is, if you were not in a guy's place by 10 o'clock p.m., maybe that will not have happened. If you are not doing things that you're not supposed to do maybe you would not be in that mess in the first place so grace will look like people to us grace will look like places the grace of God will tell us don't go to this place the grace of God will tell us stay with this person don't go with this person work with this person don't work with this person right and third thing is that the grace of God will look like prayer and studying. maybe you are the most spiritual guy you have been waiting for that all quite long yeah Grace will look like that. That grace will look like you saying, God, I don't just want to ask for forgiveness. God, I ask that you empower me not to even make this mistake. God, I just don't want to ask that God you uh, make me avoid the punishment i just ask that god you will help me to study my bible so that i can know what to do in the right place and i really believe two things we do when we pray when we are praying to god is our statement to god of saying that god help me and when we are studying it's our statement to god of saying god show me how to do it right every time we get around studying the scripture we are saying god show me how it is done and when we are getting around praying we are saying god have further it is done but god empower me to do it and really, grace looks like that for us, that what we think we ordered is a lifetime of saying that, you know what, I've seen, God forgive me. But God is saying, my grace is much more than that. I can give you better than what you ordered. I can give you a grace that will not even allow you to get into this space. I can give you the right set of people. You can be in the right places. You can be trusting God for strength, trusting God for ability. Not to even get in the places where you are messed up. You are sorrowful. You are even bad and you are trusting and you are needing of someone. But God can empower us for a lifetime of freedom and dominion, really. I really believe God does that for believers. And, and thinking about grace and everything that grace means, I really believe there are few people that we can use that can, that typifies this life as Paul does. In the book of Galatians chapter 1, you find Paul saying these scriptures that God has chosen him for his mother's womb. He said, God has he said when pleased, God, who has chosen me for my mother's womb? You find Paul saying that God has chosen him from his mother's womb. But the truth is after Paul was born, Paul killed believers. Paul was leg, leg, like legit killing believers. But you know what Christ did? Paul said to well, he said, when he pleased God, who has come for his my mother's womb to repeat Christ's name. So what did Christ do? Paul was going the wrong way. Christ took him out of the wrong way, and Christ brought him on the right lane and i really believed really that's what grace does for us that in, we make so many mistakes but grace has the ability to take us out of those places and put us in the right places that we should be but do you know what grace does? does again for us is that grace doesn't just only do that. Grace doesn't just take off from our messes and put us in the right place. Grace sustains us even on the right path. Then we find the book of First Corinthians chapter five, chapter fifteen, verse ten. Paul will say that I labor more than all by the grace of God that is at work in me. Then Paul will say to you that you know what? Grace took me out of the mess I was in and brought me to a new lane. But grace did not leave me there. Grace did not say i brought you out, Oh, yeah, will go back, sin again, and I'm taking you out. But grace will say I've taking you out of that mess but i will still sustain you into in this new life that you are so i believe that is one of the biggest things that grace does for us that grace says that you have sinned You have messed up. I will take you out of it. And that is the grace that we are familiar with. That is the grace that we ordered. But the grace of God that we receive says to us that, I will not only take you out of your mess, I will sustain you in the lifestyle of freedom. I will not take you out of bondage. I will keep you in freedom. I will not take you out of the lifetime of fornication alone. I will keep you in the lifetime of sexual purity. And that, I believe, is the best and is the amazing thing that grace of God does for us. Really, I really believe this. I blessed you. Can we pray? Dear God, we thank you. Thank you for speaking again to us so clearly, and so deeply. We are a God, this word will bear fruit and increase the heart of men. Bless the hearers, God, and increase our hearts. And thank God, we as a seeker, head. Thank you for this in Jesus' name. We have said, Amen. Wow. next week we could be continue this series. You don't want to miss it. I'm Adekugbe Balaji. God bless you. Do have a wonderful night, rest, and a fruitful week.